This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Rogers steps and fires. Adams is there and he's got it. Perfect rainbow from Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams working on the rookie, Melifonwu. Good for 50 yards. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel from BetQL. Yeah, Steve Levy and the guys from Monday Night Football. Two games. On Christmas Day, we're back at it here on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm Jim Rodriguez, along with Jeremy Kahn. I want to thank the Joes for letting us sit in. And of course, Aaron, uh, Aaron Hawksworth. Last time I saw Aaron, she was doing squats in the gym. So she is, you know, I'm, it's going to see please and thank you next time I see Aaron. I'm not messing around with her. So, Jeremy, we've got two Christmas games for, for you to, t- to deal with tomorrow. And, we, and Ross Tucker is going to be with us. Later on in the hour, and there's a great question I want to ask him about playing on on Christmas as well. So let's start with what I think is the Super Bowl team. It's the Green Bay Packers. They're home against the Cleveland Browns. And right now it is the Packers minus seven and a half over under 46 in the tundra. Indian Arizona is the other game. We'll get to that uh, in, in a bit. But let's start with this game. Obviously, Cleveland... It, it same thing happened to them last year. They got they got destroyed by the COVID bug. They had like double digit starters out of the game, and they and they hung on and they almost beat the Raiders last week, which which is shocking. Cleveland at seven and seven, looking outside in to the playoff hunt, while Green Bay, the number one seed, this is pretty easy, right? It's Packers all the way. I I mean, you would think. I, I, I as I look at the game, I I like the under, so I would lean there. First off, is that I think we won't see as many points. But the weird thing about the Packers, this is something I brought up last week when they played the Ravens, because everybody's like, wait a minute, we're down cornerbacks, we have all these injuries, it's a backup quarterback that's starting, Aaron Rodgers is going to put up 50 points on them. And, you know, maybe he could have, he didn't. In fact, they slowed the game down, they made some plays on offense, and it actually came down to a two-point conversion of all things. Um, but when it when you look at the Packers, best record in the NFC, and then on top of it, going into last week, they had the 10th best point differential in the league, which means... They've been allowing teams to, to stay in some games with them. So I would not be shocked if Cleveland keeps it close. I would, however, be surprised if Cleveland won. Um, I just think the Packers are, are the better team. I don't think they have an answer for Devontae Adams. Um, and then on the flip side, I'm just not sure Cleveland's offense can be consistent enough unless they get Nick Chubb going because he's, he's a difference maker and a game changer if they're able to establish that run. And the Packers are kind of middle of the pack in pass and, and run defense. So – uh, you can hang with them, uh, but I have my questions about them possibly winning the game. But again, I, I think Cleveland will be in it, but I think it goes under the total. Yeah, and here's the thing that I love now is the MVP race in the NFL. I mean, all of a sudden now, and I think partially because of that clunker Tom Brady had against the Saints on Sunday night, all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers is plus 140 to win the MVP. And, and he was my pick from day one. 
I mean, I, I got him. I got him a plus two seventy five early on. You know, obviously go to FanDuel.com. You can get the latest numbers there because that changes. Uh, you know every minute but to me how ironic i mean covid toe covid elbow he's gonna give the nfl the covid finger if he wins <laughs> the mvp on this thing right i mean he's gotta be it yeah what was he wearing uh when he went on the pat mcafee show his cancel culture t-shirt he's he's definitely giving the middle finger to everyone he's got no problem with it he's the one guy we were joking earlier i said hey i'm working today that means i don't have to be around my family and rogers the other guy doesn't want to be around his family so um no but in, in all seriousness when it comes down to the player he is, uh, you know, we, we've had these arguments before. Everybody likes to make the case who the greatest quarterback of all time is. The easiest one to make the case for is clearly Tom Brady. But if you look just at the numbers and we take away, and I know it's easier said than done, the championships, he has won. He has MVPs. Um, he, you could make a case that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Like the interception numbers, he always throws uh, single-digit interception numbers. He always has games where, you know, he's capable of throwing four or five touchdowns. It doesn't matter who he plays. He'll find ways to get his receivers open. And I think he's one of the more cerebral quarterbacks at the line of scrimmage. I mean, those plays where he has, he looks over at Devontae Adams and says, here, I'm going to throw you a quick screen. And Adams takes it for eight yards. Those are huge, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's, he's clearly one of the best. And um, he's a guy like when we think about Green Bay possibly getting that number one seed, who wants to go to Lambeau and play? Nobody. But I'll tell you one thing, though, Jeremy. I think it, it, when you go to the NFC Championship game, the numbers tell you you want to go there. He hasn't won a, an yeah. NFC Championship game at home. The only time he got to the in Chicago, there in Lambeau. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Well, the body of work is incredible. And oh, by the way, the next touchdown pass Aaron Rodgers throws, he becomes the all-time leading touchdown passer in Green Bay Packer history. And you know that's. That's happening on Saturday. And and the other thing with this, too, like, think about the top-tier teams in the NFC. Like, everybody's high on Tampa Bay. Some people are high on the Rams, high on Arizona. What are all three of those teams, either dome or warm-weather teams, going to Lambeau? And we've, we've had those stories before of teams that struggled there. Um, I know Mike Vick went in there and won with uh, with Atlanta. Um, we saw Eli Manning take the, the Giants in there and win. We've seen Tom Brady do it as well. I'm not saying they can't do it, but just something to think about when we get to that point. Yeah, and it, you know, and remember, th this is this is the first year where we have the expanded playoffs. Only one team gets the bye. So right now, the Packers would be the only team uh, because we have seven teams right now that get into the playoffs. All right, the other game um, out in the desert, we got the Colts and the Cardinals. Uh, Indy on the road, getting a point and a half. So a virtual pick them there. Forty-eight and a half is the over/under in that game. And right now, the the Titans are rooting for the Cardinals because if Indy loses that game, uh, the Titans, as we, as we talked about last segment, the Titans win the AFC South. Um, the thing that, that jumps out at me when you look at the Cardinals side of things is they're seven and one on the road. They're awful. They're three and four at home. What's clearly they're having way too much fun out in Phoenix and Scottsdale way too much fun going on up there. Yeah. I mean, some of it may be scheduling who they're playing as well, but um, you know, this, this is a game. So just take you back to last week. The Colts were my top play of the week. I didn't get to talk about it much because I do the Sunday show, um, but I talked about it on my show, posted my picks, and said it was my favorite game of the year, that I loved the matchup with them against the New England Patriots. And people are like, you're crazy. Okay, they win that game. Now we come back this week, and I'm going to tell you that Arizona is my favorite play of the weekend against the Colts. I just think they match up fairly well with them. Their pass rush up front. I think they have issues in their secondary, speaking of Arizona, but I don't know Carson Wentz is going to be the guy that really takes advantage of it. I'm sure Michael Pittman gets peppered. The tight ends do as well. But 
Last time I saw Indy here in Baltimore, they did struggle with the mobile quarterback making plays, especially late. I think we get a shootout, and I think Arizona wins uh, this game by three or four points. I think it. I think it does end up being close. And by the way, some things to look at too: dome to dome. So there, there are going to be indoors. Uh, Will Indy, and that's something that they're comfortable with. You get Jonathan Taylor going, all of a sudden it can be a long day. But if you can get ahead early, I'm not saying you take Jonathan Taylor out because he is active in the pass game. But if you get ahead early, you can limit what his uh, his opportunities or his touches might be. But I do like Arizona in this matchup a lot. Yeah, and you know we we talked about you know Aaron Rodgers is is the favorite right now to to win the MVP in the NFL. You got he's at plus one forty. Tom Brady is second, plus one ninety five, and then Jonathan Taylor third eight and a half to one a long shot but the fact that there's a running back in there uh tells you the kind of season that he's had and one thing i want to address to you and we'll talk about it with russ with ross tucker coming up playing on christmas i think if you're the road team i almost i'm almost leaning on the colts taking the colts in this game because to me, there would be some sort of like, you're mad, you're pissed, you're on the road, you're not with your family, you got to go to halfway across the country to play, and then you, you, by the time you get home, it's too late. I think, I think, I think the Colts are, are going to be going and going. They're mad. They're going to smash the Cardinals in the mouth. You, you believe that theory at all? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see. See, I'm on the other side of it, and I get it. Like the Colts need to win this game. The Colts absolutely need it, but yeah. so does Arizona because so Arizona comes off that Rams loss, and what do they do? They line up against the Lions and lose to them. One of my uh, my old co-hosts that I used to have would say this thing about good teams. Good teams when they get embarrassed on national TV, they they bounce back the next week and play their tails off. And I think Arizona is a good team. So they got embarrassed by the Lions. I think they come back this week ready to play. And they put it on the Colts. And I wouldn't be shocked if they jump on them early. Um, again, I think Kyler Murray is is the absolute uh, nuts this weekend if you want to look at quarterback play. Now, I know he's on the Saturday slate. If we were playing FanDuel on Sunday, he would be my lock to be my quarterback. I think he has a huge game this weekend. And so I'll be betting his over and his prop bets, rushing yards and throwing yards as well, or passing yards. But uh, I just like the spot for him. And they're both in a must-win situation because if the Colts don't win, it's definitely hurting their playoff chances. But – they don't win the division. So you got to love having a game like this on a Saturday night. Christmas, you know, a lot of times people go to the movies maybe in the afternoon. You come home, you get to watch a little Packers and, and Green Bay and also Indy and Arizona. That's great. They can't beat it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, Indy right now sitting in the five seed at eight and six. And they're, you know, the Chargers are also eight and six. Buffalo's eight and six. And Baltimore, they're but they're on the looking in. Now, Jonathan Taylor – you know, the fact that he's in the MVP uh, consideration, 
102 and a half rush yards. He's, he's had a bunch of 100-yard uh, games this year. I'm thinking I like the over 102 and a half for rush yards in this game tomorrow. Yeah, and look, if you think the Colts are going to win, and a lot of people do, that's an incredibly smart bet because you know they're going to feed them in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, I think you can get there even if they're down because they're still going to rely on the run unless they're getting blown out. Um, the one thing that I really like, and I already talked about some of these prop bets, remember the Colts run a cover too. So they try to limit what you do as far as making big plays down the field. Well, the way to remedy that is have a quarterback that can create time and let guys get behind the secondary and make those big throws down the field. So I think a guy like Christian Kirk is a great play tomorrow. Um, you know, if you look at A.J. Green, he's kind of the guy that's going to be your nickel and dimer. Here's 10 yards. Here's 12 yards. Like, he might be the guy typically that you want to bet to score a touchdown because he gets those red zone targets now that D-hops out. Um, but I really like Rondale Moore as well. And don't forget about it. The Colts have gone up against some good tight ends. Zach Ertz in another spot as well. And I'm not telling you to take the over for all of their players. I'm just saying I can I see points. So I see a lot of points, which makes me like a lot of the over props. Um, and I think Rondell Moore will get peppered with targets. So maybe you look at his receptions instead of his yards. I think Ertz and, uh, and A.J. Green are two great guys to play for anytime touchdowns um, with their odds. So just some things to look at with tomorrow night. Um, but primarily for me, it's all about Arizona. So I'm going to lay the wood to them to knock off the Colts. Yeah, and you know, and and the fact that you're talking that there's going to be points, and again, I I think you're right. And 48 and a half right now is the number at FanDuel. Um, I love Carson Wentz over one and a half touchdowns. I mean, you're getting it's plus 134, so there's some value there. You're getting you're getting you know you're getting plus money on that. And and if you believe there's going to be points, Carson has has you know what all I'm sure the Eagle fans are loving to hear this, but Carson has found himself with Frank Reich. And I think if you're going to see points, I think you're going to see touchdowns. And I think Carson can easily get two touchdowns in that game. In yeah. You, you know why he gets the positive numbers is because of how much Jonathan Taylor gets the ball when they're down there. If you honestly go look at his touchdown, look at his yardage. And the reason he's third in the MVP odds right now, it, he's had one of the more incredible season. Everybody was talking about Derrick Henry. And once Derrick Henry went down, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, wait a minute, is Jonathan Taylor better? I don't need to, we don't need to discuss which one's better because they're both phenomenal running backs. But what we've seen from Jonathan Taylor has to keep the Colts fans happy uh, with what they have. And I'd love to see a running back win the MVP award. The damn thing goes to a quarterback every single year, it feels like. So um, in that aspect of it, yeah, I, I do think we're, we're going to see those opportunities. And with Carson Wentz, I think you're right. Like there's, there's that chance they're going to stack the box. And if you see the advantage, take it when you get in the red zone. Uh, maybe you get some of these quick passes to the tight ends or, you know, we see uh, Michael Pittman take one to the house. I think all those are possibilities. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I also want to talk a little bit about coach of the year. I mean, we talked about it a little bit with 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 Mike Vrabel and the Titans. Mm -hmm. Frank Reich's done an amazing job. Cliff Kingsbury almost has lost the award. Everybody's given it to Belichick, but I don't necessarily think. I mean, there's still plenty of football. There's three weeks left. I think it's still kind of wide open. Um, you know, considering what's been going on lately, and I'll tell you what. Vrabel to me is, is 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 starting to take the lead in this, and maybe even Frank Reich if he can pull you know this uh, another rabbit out of his hat with the Colts. Yeah, I, I think sometimes we have to look at it, and maybe it's where our minds were at the beginning of the year. Like, oh, they're going to be a bad team. Oh, they turned out to be a sure. good team. So the coach should be in that coach of the year talk, uh, or like I talked about with John Harbaugh, all these injuries. I mean, so many injuries. Nine starters go down. Uh, even more now with COVID, and you're expected to play, and they're somehow in these games, even though they haven't been winning them. The past couple of weeks, I think his name gets brought up. And then obviously the teams with the best records, you're going to talk about Bruce Arians down in Tampa Bay. And he might be like, I say this all the time about the Yankees players, like their lineup is stacked. It's, you're not going to pick one out and say he's the MVP because everybody in the lineup's good. 
It's like, oh, you can't give the MVP to him. He's surrounded by so much talent. Well, that's what Tampa Bay has, but Bruce Arians should be talked about. If Andy Reid winds up with the number one seed in the AFC, should we give him credit for how, you know, the lull that they had in the middle of the season and they picked it back up and did what they were supposed to. So I think there's a lot of names out there. I really like what Frank Reich's done with this team. Uh, if anybody's been watching Hard Knocks uh, on HBO, it kind of gives you an inside look at his coaching style. And he's a guy that uh, absolutely I would want him running my team. I, I think he does a phenomenal job with Indy. He, in years past, he got questioned about going forward on fourth down, decision-making, punting, field goals, all that. Um, but now they have a quarterback they like in Carson Wentz. And, and I think that he's a guy that we should absolutely look at for coach of the year. Uh, I do think once we start getting in all those votes, it's going to be a hot mess. There's going to be like seven or eight names that we all consider and no clear cut number one in my mind, at least. Well, in the party at Cliff Kingsbury's house in Arizona, after, after we saw that, over at the NFL draft, you know, that's that's where I want to hang out, man. You know, get get those skinny jeans on with the pointy shoes. No socks. No socks. You know, you gotta well, you gotta gotta have that. <laughs> by the way, you, you can't talk to me about fashion because this is probably what I would wear to a wedding. So I you know, like I yeah, I'm I'm the worst guy at it. But it is funny looking at you look at Sean McVay, you look at Cliff Kingsbury, and you see all these young, good looking coaches. They're they're supposed to be the great offensive minds with the hot girlfriends that they're dating. And then all of a sudden we hear Mike Zimmer's dating a hot young Instagram model. So good for him, man. You don't have to be hot and young to find yourself a hot and young one. Yeah, Belichick <laughs> started that trend, I think. All right, yeah. let's take a break. When we come back, it's Christmas, the holiday season, the gifts that keep on giving. It's BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sports. What's up, everybody? Nick Costos here from You Better You Bet, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, wishing you a happy and safe holiday season. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network on the free Odyssey app where you're home for wagertainment.